Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the His and Her Rewatch podcast, where we watch movies that he likes, and watch movies that she likes. I'm the His, Caleb, and with me, as always, my supportive wife, the Her, Megan. (laughs) Megan, welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for having me. Welcome back to the kitchen table. Yeah. (laughs) On a nice evening here. Kids are in bed. Ready to yeah. podcast. Yeah, we're back to our normal podcasting time and yep. the evening. The evening. Yeah. Yep. Which I, kinda, right. I feel like I like the evenings better. You like it? Okay. I don't know why. I just do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any reasoning why. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think I felt like I was more comfortable talking out loud when it was in the morning than now, I think, with the kids, even though they're way far away from us and have never heard us doing anything and and with the uh, TV up loud, sometimes they never hear us, so I don't know. It's, yeah. It doesn't really matter. I get but, that. Yeah, but, when they were at school, it's a little bit easier to talk louder, but I don't really follow that rule. No, you're just loud anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I know, we were kind of, we were trying to uh, figure out the whole microphone thing because I'm I'm just naturally a louder person. You project. I project. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I do take offense when people call me loud just because I've always been called that my whole life. So it's a sensitive subject. So yes, thank you. I project, which is a great, is a great trait. And I project, I project, so I'm not even normal tone and you're quiet tone. I'm very quiet. Yeah. I've actually gotten louder since we've had kids, I think. <laughs> I think since you've known me. I think yeah. I've gotten quieter and you've gotten louder. Well, I have to get louder because <laughs> to get in with our kids or you or yeah, get a word they're in. they're all loud. Everyone's loud around me. But we're working it out. <laughs> all that we'll to say, we're out. working it out. Yeah, we're working it out. Yeah, I'm trying to get my microphone closer to me and so I can hear me better. And you just sit back and talk normal and you're picked up well on the microphone. So yeah. it's my problem. No. More than yours. <laughs> It's a me problem, but I think, I think, I think editing, I think if I do editing correctly, it will be better. Yeah. But anyways, so thanks for, uh, being here. Thanks for everybody for supporting the podcast and listening and we love it. Um, we're, uh, I hope everybody is following us on all our socials on Facebook and Instagram. And, um, what were those, what were those handles? Yeah. So I'm going to make sure I say the, say them correctly this time. (laughs) Watch, I probably won't. <laughs> but it's his and her rewatch at his and her rewatch on Instagram, and that's the A and D, his and her rewatch. And then on Facebook is his and her rewatch, but with the what do you call it? The and sign. The yeah. and symbol. I'm not it's, sure what it's uh, called. It's Shift Seven on the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, and yeah, we also are, are on. Um, Spotify. Yeah, yeah we're on. And uh, what was the other ones? I got Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. So if you like, I know you're probably listening listening to one of us to this uh, episode on one of those places. But if you feel more comfortable being on another one, um, we're over there too. Yeah, yeah, we're over there too. So yeah, I'm, a, I'm an Apple Podcast girl. I like listening That's... to my Apple Podcasts, but I know you've listened to some on Spotify, right? Yeah, I've listened to when Spotify if I'm at work, if I want to listen to one. Um, Apple Podcasts is where I listen to most of mine, um, and that's where we get most of our downloads is from Apple Podcasts. And yeah, I'm strictly like Apple Podcasts and Spotify Music. But there's a lot of people that don't have Apple 
phones. I don't know if you can even download the app. I don't know. I don't know. So that's why they have the other apps. So we try to accommodate for everybody. Yeah. I guess, is there one for Google? There is. I have not been able to figure out how to get that oh, on okay. there yet. There's something about not recognizing the email that's attached to it or something. So when I was having problems. a Gmail. Yeah. I'm <laughs> logged in the same thing and everything. I, I don't know. I haven't I figured like it Google's out. Google's so complicated. It's the same thing with like Google Chrome. My computer hates Google Chrome, obviously, because I have an Apple computer. And so, um, but there's certain things that you have to do through Google. Like I do Google Meet for a lot of my business. And if I do it on Safari, it will crash multiple times. Mm. But if I do it on Google Chrome, it works beautifully. So I feel like there's yeah, they're a, not compatible. Yeah, yeah they're, they're not compatible they're, they're, these, these for big, a reason. <laughs> these big tech companies, they're not going to play nice if they don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> they're not going to get their give you their codes and stuff to make things work. And I've listened to IT people talk about that kind of stuff all the time at work and different things. So Yeah. So but anyways, we got really off topic. That is really off topic. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to talk about movies and stuff we watch. I do want to go real quick, and I teased this um, for several episodes, that I want to give a shout-out or, or read the reviews that we've gotten. So we've got uh, currently... At the time of this recording, we have two Apple reviews. Uh, so this one comes from Tim Riley 2525 He says, I really enjoyed listening to his and her rewatch. Fun experience, and it was enjoyable listening to Caleb and Megan. Well, thank you very much, Tim Riley 2525 <laughs> We appreciate the review. And then another one is from NerdGirl25. Uh, another 25. Okay. Uh, Nerd Girl 25. Are they both 25? <laughs> they have 25 in there. That's their... so weird. So she says, uh, this is such a great idea. Love it. Can't wait to listen to the next podcast. So hopefully yeah. she is listening and enjoying our <laughs> podcast, all these episodes. So right now, this is the fifth episode. Yes. Fifth episode. It's the hit third his episode. Last one we just... Uh, one that would have come out last week would have been uh, Clueless. So I really enjoyed that one. I think we, I think that was a great conversation. I really enjoyed the Clueless one. Um, I think a lot of it was because we had such different opinions. Yeah. <laughs> I love to say. I like that one. That was a good one. I can't say. I was definitely offended in the end. I don't know if that came across, but yeah. I was. <laughs> yeah, we won't get back into it. <laughs> <laughs> We're still married. We're still doing the podcast, apparently. Yeah, yeah. So and so, our uh, the one we're talking about today is the 2000 movie Gladiator. Now we hadn't talked about this one at all. We watched, we had to watch it over two nights. Yeah, because a it's a two and a half hour movie, and there's just we can't start until the kids are in bed. Especially a movie like Gladiator, we can't start. So we had to make sure they were in bed and settled and. Uh, before we started watching it, and then it got... Well, it's also weeknight. It's a weeknight. Yeah. Uh, we started on a weeknight, and so we got to finish it the next day, and then we were able to take some notes and, and get ready. 
uh, we got through it and we didn't get to talk about it. Or we did. We decided not to talk about it. Well, I tried, so try. to, yeah, I tried, tried to get yeah. something out of you to see if you a thumbs up or thumbs down, just something. But you were pretty tight-lipped on that one. So. Yep. I think it's better to do it on the podcast. Hash it out. Yeah, I do. I do. I like it. I like it. Although I, I do want to. Which we were very chatty in the movie. Yeah. Than, than other movies. I don't know. Clueless, you know, of course, you were just we chuckling were, and laughing. We were, yeah, we were kind of chatty. Yeah, a little bit. I'm a very vocal movie watcher. Yeah. <laughs> not at, not in the movie theater. Now, I know I know when to speak and when not to speak, <laughs> um, which I think, I think, now that I think about it, I think I'm the reason why our kids are so chatty during movies sometimes. Yeah, you probably don't help. <laughs> But I don't like it was a suspenseful part. Like yeah. I'm not gonna just start talking. I usually will wait till that was over or whatever. But no, our youngest yeah. and our middle son. Yeah, Rita's like, no, 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 no. Well, no, then but then he'll be like, why are they doing that? Why why is that why is that happening? I don't know. We haven't seen it before. <laughs> Watch the rest of the movie and you'll find you'll find out. But he's like so into it and like disturbed yeah. by whatever if somebody, it was. If somebody's doing something that he really doesn't agree with or doesn't like, he's like, no, don't, no. Or I can't believe it. He really it. doesn't like scary stuff or like any kind of jump scares. He hates Or like those. Cring, cringy stuff. Or like it's not, it's not like scary or just like somebody's doing something cringy. Like it's like we watched a movie the other night. It was like, it was the teenagers and it was very like Nickelodeon movie, I think it was, but it was very cringy, like what was going on with like interactions between some of them. He was just like, oh, no. And so it's like jumping up and down, like just just didn't like it. So it's just cringy. And that was the whole point of it was to be cringy. And so he just, he gets kind of into it. Yeah, we, kind of... we really get into our movies every day. <laughs> but um, so this was a, like a real historic, epic movie. And our, I don't think you're really into these historical epics, adventures. No, I mean, I do. Like, um, I know we talked about this right before we even watched it. I said I was nervous about doing this on the podcast because it is historical. It's not, I mean, I'm assuming it's semi-fiction. Well, they're, they, well, yeah, we'll get into a lot of that. Okay. With Maximus, he's a fictional character. But right. um, the other characters, some of the other characters, main characters, are real characters um, that they pulled. And similarities to the things that happen in history but i mean like and i know some of them like but i i, I never took a greek this is roman. like yeah roman i'm sorry <laughs> this is roman cut that out for me please <laughs> this is not greek I, mythology you better not leave it <laughs> actually i did think i did take a greek mythology course in yeah. college but no i did not take a roman historical uh class, class. you know so uh, if anything if i learned anything it was with other history and so i think sometimes that just gets jumbled together but once you tell me like i asked you and i remember in the beginning because i think i've missed part of the reading part but i was like what year is this in again right <laughs> what year does this take place again because it, it helps me helps me with my brain to like okay <clears throat> now i know where we are this is what we're doing but yeah i was worried about it because i didn't want to come off as stupid right <laughs> because this, i don't know history at all and that was what was good about this movie that it's but i still you, enjoy it you don't have to know history <laughs> right, and, I and that's what yeah, i liked yeah. about it because and that's probably why it was so popular and well received because you don't have to know who these characters are if they're real or not even if they pulled from real history or not but it's like i mean it's pretty straightforward um plot line and and stuff so it keeps you in the movie like it keeps you going it keeps you interested um because there are certain I mean, I wouldn't say any really like big movie, like historical movie, like The Patriot, like those kind of movies, they're all good. Like Save It Private Ryan, we talked about that. Right. Like those are all great movies. 
but they are based on historical facts. Right. And that's but, what those... His- and those are entertaining. Yeah. You know, they make them entertaining because they put these storylines in them, like you said, and it makes it more entertaining. But you're also learning at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I know these these historical epic movies are, I mean, they're... They got they were real popular like back in like I guess the sixties and fifties and stuff and like with the Ten Commandments and Spartacus and stuff and then uh, it really took a dive in that genre and it seemed like and I might not be a good enough movie buff to really understand it but it seemed like it took a big uh, jump in like the nineties and and we still we still still are getting like really good ones from different eras and stuff. So, I mean, the nineties brought back some, brought some really good ones. Like you said, Saving Private Ryan, the Patriot, uh, Braveheart, even like Dances with Wolves. Titanic is even one, even like Les Miserables. I mean, it's a historic epic musical. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I think those are really, I mean, they're real big. I mean, right now they're like, like they would just make real big blockbusters is what they end up being. Um, But just the scale of these movies, which makes it an epic, you know, the the costuming and the the size, the the cast. And I mean, I know a lot of people that really love those movies. And even I talked to a buddy of mine, told him we were doing this movie. He said he really loves like, he really loved Gladiator and these historical epics and stuff. So, um, And now you've seen this movie before, right? Now this movie I had seen, yeah, I mean, I've seen it before. It's been a long time. And I was thinking about that. Like I remember seeing it for the first time when I was... I think it was after prom 2001. I think I, we went, me and a buddy of mine, and we had just had, we had some dates that were just friends of ours. And we just went back to uh, our friend's house and, and just watched, I remember watching Gladiator that night. How romantic. Uh, it was like, like I said, we were their friends. It wasn't a romantic, <laughs> it wasn't a romantic situation. Apparently. But, but if, we, if they had any kind of uh, desire, it was definitely kills in that. <laughs> <laughs> in that part <laughs> yeah so I, I remember watching it then and I've, I've seen it since then but i don't remember i don't ever i was thinking back i don't remember this movie i don't remember this movie coming out on tv very much like it just doesn't come on and um and i don't know if it's because i mean it's a rated r movie and oh, the, you to gotta cut, out, cut out a lot of the good parts or at least the action that make it you know people want to watch or make uh, sense and so you got to cut around a lot of that, which is probably really hard. And plus, yeah. it's a long movie. So I don't know why it doesn't come on, you know, TV like that. But well, I think you just <laughs> put it out there. Well, That's probably why. I mean, those are what I was, I was trying to think about why. But but if you do want to watch it, it is on Amazon Prime. That's where we end up watching it. So if you want to watch it on Amazon Prime. Um, yeah. Free on Amazon Prime. Yeah. If you're subscribed. If you have an Amazon Prime Right. If you pay yeah. for the subscription. Well, because yeah. the other ones were on Amazon Prime, but we had to pay for We did have to rent. Time. Yeah. What? Well, we had Golden Eye and Pretty Woman. And Pretty Woman, Clueless yeah. was on. Yeah, we were we we were on subscription on that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, this is um, we'll get into some of it here. Well, I've never seen the movie. Oh yeah, I mean, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. You set me up, and I was. That's all right. <laughs> I was set you up. And, I'll just ahead. speak for myself. Go ahead. Okay, when did you it. see? You had never seen. This I have before. never seen this movie. Never. Any pieces of it. Have you seen clips of it? Well, I thought I did, but every time I kept watching it, I don't think I've ever seen this. Like, I feel like there maybe this is another Russell Crowe movie out there or someone who looks like Russell Crowe, but I feel like I swear I saw either clips or pictures of him with the gold rosary on his head. Is that from a different movie? 
Um, or am I completely thinking of somebody else or just made that up? Well, I, I don't... <laughs> I meant to ask you about that after the movie was over. I don't know. I can look at his, uh, his IMDb, but I know he's done some historical movies, but I don't think it's been like Roman times or... I don't um, know why I just thought that. Like he like, was a... Maybe I'm thinking of him in... Wasn't he in... Um, Oh, I know what it was. He was in Gladiator. I mean, not Gladiator. <laughs> yeah, he was in Gladiator. Yes, he was. He was in um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Wasn't he? Yes, he was. That's what no, I'm not Gal- of. No, he was in Thor, Love, and Thunder. Yes. And he was Zeus. Yes, that's okay. what I'm remembering now. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> so okay. he was, well, no, I guess that's not, that's still not Roman, that's Greek. <laughs> that is Greek mythology, and it's, yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. But yeah, so I knew there was some kind of I knew I had like a flash of something in my head. And I was, that's what I kept thinking was like, oh, he's going to become the emperor and everything. And, <laughs> spoiler. Yeah, so that was that was not Gladiator. Got it. So you never seen Gladiator. Okay. No, I have never so seen Gladiator. Really curi- never even anything close. Um I know why I would have never watched it. Right. Yeah, this is not looking at the movies you picking out and stuff. This is <laughs> I can see why this is not on top of your list of movies to watch. But I'm glad you got to watch it. I am too. I'm glad. I mean, I hope you enjoyed it. We'll get into see how much you enjoyed it. So we'll go over through through some of the facts like we always do. Um, we'll um, and then we'll talk about some of the actors and like I said, this was movie was released on May 5th of 2000. This movie received lots of Academy Awards, lots of other awards and stuff. We don't get into, but I do want to talk about the. Oscars they won and got nominated for. I think it was pretty interesting. Maybe I'll try to go through these quick unless pe- in case people find this uninteresting, but it got nominated uh for 12 Oscars at one five and the it won best picture, best acting actor in a leading role by Russell Crowe, um best costume design, best sound and best effects and visual effects. I could totally see that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And nominations that they didn't receive, but they got nominated were um, uh, Joaquin Phoenix for Best Actor in a Supporting Role, uh, Best Director for Ridley Scott, um, Best Writing Screenplay uh, written di- uh, directly for the screen, Best Cinematography, Best Film Editing, Best Music Original Score, and Best um, Art Direction and Set Decoration. That covered a lot of ground right there, didn't it? That's yeah. a lot of lot of nominations, a lot of winners. So this is so hopefully we do a good job breaking this down a little bit and talking about it because this is a very big and important movie. Our first, you know, Oscar nom- uh, winning picture that we're got to watch and review. So well, we definitely won't be able to hit all of everything, or we would have a two-hour podcast. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> we try to hit the highlights and, and stuff. Director Ridley Scott. Do you know Ridley Scott at all? Nope, I never heard of him. Never heard of him. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw <laughs> out some. Surprising. I'm gonna throw out some um, movies that he's done and tell me if you have heard of these movies. Okay. Okay. Al- Alien. Yes, never seen it. Yeah, that was Don't 1979. He was he was new he was new to directing um, when he I think he did like one other film before Alien and that did a lot better than expected. Um, he did Blade Runner. Uh, Thelma and Louise, uh, G.I. Jane, Hannibal, Black Hawk Down, Robin Hood. He did The Martian. Some big na- big movies and stuff he's done. You heard a lot of those? 
I've heard of a lot of them. I've only seen The Martian. <laughs> only seen The Martian. Yeah. Like Hannibal's not one we've seen. I remember seeing G.I. Jane. He's been he was nominated for Best Director for Thelma and Louise, Gladiator, and Black Hawk Down. I think I've seen Black Hawk Down too. Yeah. I think that I think you saw that. I've, I've seen that one probably once. That's one that's like that's a really good movie. That's one of those that's just hard. It's hard to watch over and over again. Yeah. For me, but um, yeah, uh, really Scott is he's been around the. the film industry for a long time it's got a big name so then we got our leading role or we'll talk about the main cast the amazing russell crowe as maximus my name is gladiator he he has such a presence on the screen yeah it's sure. undeniable In anything he does yeah, yeah. He's, he's one on here for my best for obviously best acting he's a lead role so he's yeah. definitely in there for best acting yeah, like it's undeniable. Like his on-screen presence, the way it's so believable, the way he talks and carries himself, and and the people follow him, and in the movie, I mean, he just has like, it's just so believable. And his his voice has that deeper voice. It's like when he talks, you want to listen, and so and that what like makes this... him such a good actor and a good, um, just anyway, yeah. Wait, go ahead. I feel like I feel like this is who he is in real life. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. We're like, like killing people in the no, sort. Oh, oh God, sorry, sorry, like, I misunderstood. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean I wouldn't put it past him. No, but I think um, the way he has the presence, his you know, just that presence that everybody wants to pay attention to him, and and you know, he also has that kindness. You know, like there's there's even a quote from the movie where um, you know he's not a man of the people; he's a man for the people. Right, and I think that is who he really is in real life. Well, that's what it came up. And it came across that way. It was, I mean, like, I could be totally wrong. He could right. be a douchebag, but right, right, right. from what I have heard from, you know, just tabloids and from other people working with him, it kind of seems that way. Um, I mean, cause you know, there's other stars out there who don't have that same mm-hmm. vibe, you know? And so, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying he was typecasted. Obviously he wasn't, mm-hmm. he's definitely an actor and he definitely acted. Not like no, he, he definitely acted. He himself. definitely, has that on-screen presence that I'm sure a lot of people are looking for. And that's what I found out. It was interesting because, you know, he's from New Zealand and he got in a film in Australia. He got noticed from American filmmakers when he, he did a role, an Australian film called uh, Romper Stomper. Um, no idea. Uh, that was a I actually ni- did know he was Australian or New yeah, Zealand. Yeah. New Zealand. Australia. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, and that, and that was in 1992 when he did that movie. Um, and then Sharon Stone made notice, and she wanted him in to play in the, in her film with her um, the the Quick and the Dead in 1995. So that was his first American role was in 1995. What was his first big like hit? Well, I, I, well was the, it this Gladiator? Well, no, he, he did. Um, well, he did the Quick, the Quick and the Dead, which. Um, Which I've never heard of. So. Yeah, that one had that one had some good. Some, that doesn't mean it's not popular. I just never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that. I, I vaguely remember that movie if I've seen it. Um, I looked up. I'm just gonna look up the uh, some of the names in it because it had some some good names in it. it had Sharon Stone, Gene Hackman, Leonardo DiCaprio's in it. And that's that, like I said, that was his first movie in America. Uh, Russell Crowe, he did like he did L.A. Confidential, which was the big popular one in, in 1997. Um, and then around the time that, let's see, he did A Beautiful Mind. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Uh, yeah, he, was real, um, he did 310 to Unima. He did Robin Hood. Like I said, really, Scott did that one. 
Um, he did Les Miserables. He did that before Gladiator? No, he did Les Miserables okay. in 2012. Yeah. Okay, that's what so I Beautiful Mind, A Beautiful Mind came out right after Gladiator okay. and stuff. So, so yeah, so Gladiator was kind of his So it was, he was still part. kind of, he was still had that presence. I also really enjoyed him in Man of Steel when he was um, Jor-El. Oh, yeah, and I always forget that he's in that, which I always think is such a commendable compliment to somebody when you forget that they were in that role. Because yeah. that means they became the character. They and were you that character, they right? Were the yeah. Actor. yeah, yeah. He did. Yeah, he's he's like. And then he did the one, you know, Thor: Love and Thunder, which is <laughs> totally out of character for him. That was he was from playing like Jor El, a very serious, um, you know, father figure of Superman, and uh, to and then he goes and plays in another superhero franchise to Thor: Love and Thunder, and he's just a big goofball yeah and it was totally out of character it. it was funny but uh he had like this weird accent that um a lot of people online tore up <laughs> <laughs> oh i thought it was Ripped funny it. but yeah. yeah you can like it or hate it well my other my other fa- best favorite actor or best best actor best <laughs> my actor. other best my, <laughs> my other favorite actor in this uh-huh. movie was um oliver reed um, oh, yeah, okay. He was one of I put Russell Crowe and Oliver Reed. They were to me the standouts, even though, um, what was his character's name? Gracus? Gracus? His was uh, Antonius Proximo. Proximo, that's Proximo. right. Proximo. Yep. Go and die with honor. So even though Proximo was not, you know, in this movie quite a lot, I just felt like he just stood out because in the beginning you kind of got this like vibe that he was going to be. You know, just not this good guy. You know, right. he was just kind of rough. It wasn't really the edges. a good. Uh, really, wasn't a good guy. I think then that was the. He had a really nice character arc. Yes. Through it. Yes. He, yes. Yes. You know, he went from, like you said, being yeah. a. Uh, he was out for just to make money. He didn't care about these guys' lives. He was a slave trader, and he was all about making money and entertainment. And then, like you said, he goes there and he changes his mind, and he's, and they even make a comment. Um, Maximus even makes a comment. He said, "Are you? Are you? Um, what do he say? Something? Uh, are you? Are you turning into a, a good guy or some whatever?" I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, that was toward the end when he was he was making those decisions about how to change the the uh, political stance over there. Right. So, yeah. So. No, but, I just thought I thought he was a good good actor in that. Never never heard of him before, never seen him, which I know you told me that he actually passed away during the filming of this movie. He did. That is so sad. Yeah, they had apparently three weeks of filming left to do. And it and because well, I saw in, you know, this movie came out in 2000. Yeah. Well, when I clicked on his um, bio, it said he died in 1999. Yeah. And I was like, wait, wait a second. <laughs> he was in this movie. Yeah, he died. And it was really, it's really weird. And what I read on it was because, now he wasn't supposed to die in the movie because he was supposed to make it to the end. Um, and he was actually the one that was supposed to bury the figures in the Coliseum right. that his, uh, that his friend, um, What's his name? Uh, Juba, uh, Juba, um, buried in the Coliseum. So they actually killed him. They actually killed him off. They had to rewrite it a little bit so he would die. And that, and the only reason that, and and most of these films, they they film based on location. They'll do all this stuff in one location. They'll film all that and they'll move. In this movie, they did it chronologically in the movie. 
And I, I guess that's what helped this kind movie of worked out. out for I guess it yeah. I must have because, and, so like sad. I said, that's not really usually what happens. So they did have to use a, a body double and some and create um, some CGI for to be able to get a, a few more scenes in. So and um, I did read I read that there's actually in their contract um, if something were to happen to an actor in some of these big characters, especially that if something were to happen to him during filming. They have insurance policies out on them for like $25 million to be able to reshoot these scenes. But wow. they didn't want, um, really Scott did not want to reshoot all these scenes. For starters, the, the, the cast was, I mean, the, the crew and stuff was like just beat. I mean, I mean, I could imagine how this movie would have been. Um, the crew would have had to done like day in well, and day out. Well, he was so great this. in this movie too. So yeah. it's, it's like this this part was perfect for him. Yeah, you know, and for if they had to, which I mean, I don't know what they redid or what they didn't redo, but um, you know, if it was a majority of the movie was already filmed and he was in it, like that would be, you know, yeah, pretty terrible. <laughs> well, I mean, it depends on what you have left to do and if you can make it work. I mean, with now with the computer. The way the computer graphics can do, they can just create somebody. They do it all the time. They just remake characters that have been dead for years. Scary. I know. <laughs> like AI, everything. All these movies are AI. There are no actors in, anymore. But so no, did you but, have, was your best actor or favorite actor? Definitely. Mine? Uh, no, it was definitely Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe Crow, yeah. and... Yeah, Russell Crowe was just, I mean, he, I mean, hands down was the best. I mean, he won an award. He won an award. So, do we have to say anything else? Yeah. <laughs> I really, like, I can see why Joaquin Phoenix got a nomination for Best Supporting Actor. I mean, I know that his character in this movie was so cringy. Like, yeah, can we talk about worst character in this movie? <laughs> well, he's supposed to be. I know, that's what I was saying. Like, it's so hard. That's why, that's why we had to change it, because... I feel like it's such great acting because we hated him. Oh yeah, but that's the point. It that's was. what he wanted to be, right. you know. And I and I told you this while we were watching the movie too. Is like, you know, Walking Phoenix is not my favorite actor, but I think a lot of that has to do with the parts that he plays. You know, like he was the Joker, and I can't think of any other movie he was in. But well, he was in Signs. Uh, you, have you ever watched Signs? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I think so. Isn't that with um? Have the crop circles and stuff at the time. Um, in the farm. Yeah, who's that big actor? Is that Mel Gibson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mel it was, was Mel that. Gibson. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, uh, I didn't know he was in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah that <laughs> I mean, was he's a very recognizable guy, you know. But yeah. um, no, I think he's a fantastic actor, and I think that's why you dislike him so much because he did such a great job. So that's why we couldn't do like worst actor, but worst character for sure. But I think that I mean it was a point. It was a point. It made you love Maximus even more. Yeah. And that's what another, like we talk about the plot of this was like, it was straightforward. It was, you knew from the very beginning who oh, the good guy sure. was and who the, who the good guy and who the bad guy was because oh, sure. it was no like plot twists or anything as that, as far as that goes, it was, it was pretty straightforward. Um, but I liked, I liked his performance. Yeah. As cringy as it was, as awkward as he made a lot of those moments, those intimate moments were just so awkward. I and know. like, and you're like, man, this guy is so bad and so weird and sick. And you just want him <laughs> to die. You want Maximus yes. to succeed in his. All yeah. right. We talk about. And then I Sorry, like, and the other guy I really liked, and we've seen him a couple of times in some other movies, was uh, Jamon Hausu. Who was that? Hansu. 
Yeah, that was Juba. That was oh, okay. his friend that he met in the in Yeah, the he ring. was really good, too. Yeah, I really liked him, them together. And it was it was a believable friendship and kingship together, uh, trusting each other and stuff through through that. Um, I like I've, I liked him and other stuff he's he's been in. Uh, he was in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, That's right. Yeah. And uh, that and the other one, Captain Marvel. He was in the same char- character in Captain Marvel. Uh, he was also the Wizard in Shazam. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. And then he was really no- well known uh, in the movie In America and Blood Diamond. He actually got um, nominated for Best Actor in a Supporting Role for those movies. Um, I never saw Blood Diamond. That was not seemed like a movie that I would enjoy. That one that was pretty intense. Don't know anything about it. No. <laughs> but yeah, I really like him. So oh, can we talk it? about can we talk about the different scenes? Yeah, okay. Because there are so many, so many standout scenes. And I don't even know, like some of them aren't even just scenes or just like good nuggets, I feel like. So I wrote down quite a few, but now that yeah. I'm thinking about it, and, and I wrote down um, these are scenes that stood out, obviously, not good, good or bad. So just scenes that stuck with me, you know, after I watched the movie. That's kind of how I measure it by. And I, I'll go with, I'll go in um, chronological order <laughs> from the yeah, movie. That's fair enough. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like the, the really great scene was in the beginning when, um, obviously, when he's talking to the uh, the soldiers and he's giving them the pep talk. I mean, oh. talking about pep talk of all pep talks, like... Great quotes from that. And then even when he's talking to the... What did he say? What, can we do the quote? Sure. Can I do the quote? He goes... Uh, he's, he's talking about when he's addressing the cavalry on the yes, horse. Yes, ca- that's, that's what I was yeah. going to say that too. Well, yeah. the men on the ground and then also the cavalry afterwards. Yeah. yeah. He's talking to his soldiers and he go, And then right before he leaves to go get on the horse to go to the cavalry, um, he goes, strength and honor. And if I go, strength and honor, that was really cool. I was like, yeah. whoa, that was, that seems I mean, pretty just, powerful. That I, think that mo- I think that line was um, ad-lib by uh, wow. Russell Crowe. Not surprising. So, strength and honor. Strength and honor. Strength and honor. But that was, and then he brought it back in the, later on in the movie when he's, uh, toward the end, when he's with his other, uh, it was when, he, when he was breaking out of, the, uh, I don't remember. But oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, and then all the guys are going to. I thought they said strength and numbers. No, it's strength and honor. Oh, well, I was about they... that. I thought so, they said yeah. strength and numbers, which also that's true too. <laughs> but yeah, when he goes and dresses the cavalry, um, he goes. Three weeks from now, I will be harvesting my crops. Imagine where you will be, and it will be so. Hold the line. Stay with me. You find yourself alone, riding in green fields with the sun on your face. Do not be troubled, for you are in Elysium, and you're already dead. <laughs> Brothers, what we do in life echoes in eternity. But yeah, just like I was saying, like anytime he talks. And it's so believable. It's just a presence, and you know you you're listening. You're paying attention to what he's saying, and so he did the same thing. Is that what? Yeah, I think that scene just really set the whole movie, and like you knew who he was, and that he was a respected man. You know, people respected him, and you could even you know as the scene kept going on, you know the the emperor was really you know respected him and. 
Um, you know, even when wished his wished he was his son. Yep. Even when his son came in and which I thought of like the way he comes in and he was like, Oh, did I miss it? Did I miss the war? No, he goes, Did I miss the battle? He says, You missed the war. Yeah, you missed the whole thing, buddy. Oh darn. <laughs> I know. That's what I wanted to say. I know. Have I missed it? Have I missed the battle? You have missed the war. And then he was, you know, can I, you know, can I sacrifice? Can I give you a, a bull or something? Yeah, a thousand bulls. A thousand or bulls. bulls. And he was like, no, you can thank this guy over here who just won it for you, yeah. you know. And and at that same moment, like, Walking Phoenix did a great job of just setting up. Like, we even said it, like, oh, we see where this is going. Yeah, we can see where this is going. Like, I mean, he didn't literally didn't say a thing. It was but the, the look. look. Yeah, the look in his eye was like, oh, I don't like this guy. Which we obviously found out later on that there was history there. Yeah. So I think this was an ongoing thing with their family or with him and the family and that they just didn't get along because he was, you know, he was the star and, um, you know, uh, Commodus, he was wanting to be the star. He was wanting to be the apple of his father's eye, but it was just not in him to be that, you know, he was a coward in a sense. Um, but yeah, and then that also brings me to the, my next, uh, favorite scene, which was, uh, when Marcus Aurelius, with Maximus in the tent. There was multiple mm. parts in that, um, but I really liked Maximus Aurelius, that's the uh, the father. Yeah. I'm talking about, yeah. Just for the for the people that need to be... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, the, uh, the Caesar, the first, or the Caesar that was uh, alive. The emperor, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the father of the... Um, Commodus. Of Commodus. Right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, when they were in the tent and he was talking to him about um, just how great he was and how he wanted him to be the next person in charge. And, and again, like, he loved him like he was his son. He wished he was his son. Right. I think that was even part of that line. But yeah, I just thought that was another great setup. And I, I love the little line at the end of that scene where he's like, can you fetch an old man a blanket? <laughs> like, yeah. just keeping it super basic. Right. <laughs> And I really like, I really like the opening battle. Like that was like, that was really bloody. Well, it was really bloody, <laughs> but it was a, like visually, it was really, it was really cool the way they set that up, and then the exploding cannonball or uh, oh yeah, those catapults. Yeah, the, catapult. the catapults were exploding in the trees, yeah, flaming balls. And uh, it was it was a really good way to set a tone for it. I really like the whole thing. And like you say, when they go back to the tents. And they're talking. A lot of those conversations really were really good conversations and really did a great job setting up because even Maximus kept referring back to a lot of those conversations throughout the throughout the movie. And then, you know, you get the moments like you're talking about with Joaquin Phoenix and Maximus, you know, after um, not Joaquin Phoenix, but Commodus uh, and Maximus, you know, after he kills his father, which was terrible. Um Great scene, though. Yeah, oh my God. and the whole thing. And then, you know, he's laying in bed right there, just pa died. Maximus just finds out, and then he says... He's already taken over. He's already like... <laughs> he knows that he needs him on his side. He needs Maximus. Well, he already tried. He Remember, controls, he already tried to because, get him on his side. Whenever he was asking him about the senators and how right. know, I'll call on you, and, and then, he, you know, Maximus kind of was just like, yeah, I'll be at home. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that. And then, but then he goes, I, you know, extend, he says, extend, I only extend my hand once. And then he just walks right Snubs past him. him. Just yeah, walks yeah. right past him. He's like, no, well, that's I what got know. Him killed. <laughs> or try to kill. <laughs> right. And he knew, and he knew that he commanded the army. 
all he did was say we're taking over and he could have done it that's how much they just love maximus well i think they were he was looking for any reason to just murder him anyways and well if you know if, if he knew wasn't gonna be on his side he was just he had to take him out but yeah, which is just baffling to me that that is, he could just say, "I want you killed," for no reason at all. There's no then, laws. But like everyone just like, <laughs> and then everybody else just flips it. They know yeah. they don't, and I guess well because it's they're serving the emperor. Yeah, they're serving Rome. You know, it's not about who, it's not who the person is. It's what the person is. Right, and they're in power and in a position. They're in a position of power, so they want to be preserve their place. So they just follow the rules. You know, it's so hard to think about that in our time because oh, it's yeah. like... Well, there's lots of stuff that would... Well, obviously, but I'm just saying, <laughs> but, like, just these like, people and this... But, I mean, that was historical. You know, they would they were following the whoever was in charge. Yeah. Whether it was a jerk or a great person. It was whoever was emperor. That's who it was, whether they voted on him or not, because it wasn't voted. It was mm-hmm. passed down, you know, which I didn't realize that they didn't pass it down to the blood. I didn't realize he could give him that you know that was his wish was for it to go to maximus i don't think we covered that but yeah that was um marcus uh aurelius's wish was for it the the emperorism i guess you call that to be passed down Mm -hmm. to maximus even though he wasn't but he wanted to give it back to the people instead of being instead of being like a um you know emperor like a like a dictatorship or a you know any kind of royalty uh, they want to be more back to the people and have like the politicians and stuff like that. It was a little bit, so it was a little bit political. Um, they touch on a little bit, but you don't have to get too much involved in it to really enjoy the movie. Right. You right, know, yeah. but yeah, like you said, it, 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 that was his wishes, you know, his dying wishes. And, you know, he probably would have been able to set a lot more things up if uh, uh, he wouldn't have uh, commented that and killed him. He would have got this, those points across before then but right um which obviously you know he doesn't die he ends up overcoming the soldiers who were trying <laughs> to kill him which is crazy the frost sometimes yeah. it makes the blade stick yeah he was, <laughs> he's so cool he's just, <laughs> he i know so... he's like he's like completely outnumbered with his hands tied behind his back and just completely slaughters everyone there um and Apparently, uh, Commodus thought he was dead. Don't know why or how he thought that because no one even made it back. Like, no one made it back. Well, they probably scared for their life that they failed their missions or whoever's in charge of sending them out. Yeah, failed. just said, oh, they died. Uh, <laughs> oh, no one came back. Oh, okay, he just yeah, died. And so exactly. does everyone else, apparently. Well, I guess he's missing for so long and I guess he doesn't come back. And they know they killed his family. Yeah, or maybe yeah. they thought something else killed him. You know, you never know in those times anything can really get you at that time. <laughs> at this point, it was, a, I guess that was the, for the plot of the story, that was yeah, what they needed no to be done. <laughs> yeah, no, he thought he was dead, um, which uh, brings me to another outstanding scene, um, which was not a good scene, but it definitely left a impression. impression on me, which was when his family was murdered, which I'm so thankful they did not show they, that. Yeah, that was... <laughs> You wanted me to turn it off. Yeah, I was like, no, they are not about to just murder his family. And I'm like, I'm not watching it. I am not watching it anymore. I said, turn it off. I ain't watching it. I ain't watching it. And, <laughs> and I mean, and then. Like you said, good thing they didn't show a lot of it. They, you know, they saw him coming and they left. You know, you could see their feet and oh, you knew God. what happened. And then. Awful. And, and then you find out later on even more details about it oh, when God. Commodus is telling him 
at the end of the movie. Well, if he's and just telling them that or if it's true or not. But I don't know. Probably is true. Probably. <laughs> it's just really, really sad. Um, but uh, another, this is, I would say this would be my second favorite scene. Again, okay. like I said, there were quite a few that I really had good standouts. standouts. Yeah, but um, was the first time. So, so again, so Maximus ends up being picked up by a slave trader. He ends up becoming a slave, and then he ends up becoming a gladiator. So the first battle, um, he you know he meets his partner who he's chained to, which I think yeah. is so ridiculous. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? And they end up teaming together. But my favorite scene was after that, and I can't remember if they were in the big Coliseum or not, but it was whenever yeah. they had those chariots and they were riding around. Oh, the chariot yeah, one. Yeah, the chariot one. The, yes. That was the that Coliseum. That was the first, that was their first battle in the okay, Coliseum. Okay, that's what I thought. So that chariot scene, and then when they all banded together to, to defeat the chariots. That, that was, was, that that was, was the one where you saw, one. yeah, that was the one where you saw him as his the leader, general. His leadership. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, and everyone was just like, you know, he had everyone that, except for that big guy was not really... You know, he was like, "Nah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do this." And then I, I was like, "He's gonna get killed. He's gonna get killed." And then, you know, Maximus ends up saving his life. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "Okay, this guy's all right." Right. <laughs> I mean, that that was that was my standout scene too. The especially the action scene, that whole sequence, like you're talking about, like from when he like gives them their speech about staying working together. You know, the only chance he's like, "Whatever comes out here." Out of those doors, we stick together, and that's the only and way to survive. Win, yeah. Anyone here been in the army? Yes. I served with you at Vindavara. You can help me. Whatever comes out of these gates, we've got a better chance of survival if we work together. Do you understand? If we stay together, we survive. The way that was shot and done was like really was really cool like, it was really cool especially for being 2000 like you don't think about it because you know we grew up then but that was 23 years ago <laughs> like i don't know what the technology was then but obviously it was okay it was pretty good there were a couple of parts that i was like yeah okay yeah now, now i see the 2000 movie mm-hmm. but like this was great i thought like the cinematography was great there was nothing wrong with anything they did i mean there may have been some technical things, but as a viewer, I don't notice that kind of stuff. Mm. <laughs> but no, I thought that the um, the way it was filmed and the special effects, and it was just it was very smart the way they did it. You know, the way they set up each shot, and um, it was really attention grabbing too. Like you, it kept wanting you more and more and more. Like even the brutal, even though it was very brutal, and I know you do not like. Brutal movies. It wasn't too bloody. It wasn't as bloody as the first scene. <laughs> that was probably the worst part. Which one? The the fight scene of the war. Oh, the yeah. war part of the battle, right? That was yeah. So, but yeah, that um. There were a couple of heads being chopped off. Yeah, there were some Maximus. moments like one of them got cut straight in half. I'm like, and, uh, oh my gosh. Through the chariot thing. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, that was one. Of, that was my favorite action scene. Yeah. Um, and then you've. And then immediate was it immediately after that that yeah they so that reveal? was my that was my favorite part which obviously is still part of that scene but yeah my favorite part is when Maximus reveals himself oh to the gosh. emperor and just the look on his face I was like woo and then <laughs> and then I don't I can't remember what the line he said but you can put it in here somewhere was you know just something about um, do you have that quote 
didn't yeah, write it down. He wrote, uh, when he takes his helmet off, you're talking yes, about. Yes. Uh -huh. Yeah, he goes. My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius, commander of the armies of the North, general of the Felix Legions, loyal servant to the true emperor, Marcus Aurelius, father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife, and I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. Yes. I mean, he's standing right there in front of uh, Commodus and was like daring him to do something. And like, well, and um, Lucius was right there too. Yeah. That was the other well, thing. Well, he was about to do something then. Yeah. And then that's Lucius right. turned he around the corner. He turned arrow. the arrow. Yeah. yeah. He was, and so I, I was, and then at that point, he had the people, or he had the guys. After obviously after he led them through that gladiator moment in with the battle of the chariots and then hearing who he actually was and a general yeah a general that won that war the point the whole point of him doing what he's doing they had his back for sure at that point and so which was nice to know that they had his back before then as well you know it's some of them did but like you said they were all bought in after that. Right, but they, they, I think they, they, they saw his character and mm -hmm. how that was, you know, that was what drew them into him, not his title. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I think that was what I thought was really cool. Oh, right, correct. Yeah. So once they saw his title, then yes, they were like, oh, okay, it makes more sense now. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. I was like, I was about to say, if he's not a general, he should be. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a leader. I know, right? <laughs> I did like. Um, I do want to say that. There's a lot of, you know, big moments like we're talking about the arena battles and um, the the battle in the field. And there's a lot of stuff. But there are a lot of real close, intimate moments in here. Mm -hmm. And like Joaquin Phoenix is, you know, the communist. And he's, he you know, they have those very close moments. And they're very, like I said, I, I just keep thinking cringy. He's very, you know, you, you see a lot of his character. um of who he is in these smaller moments. But then you also have, I really like the moment where um, Maximus is on that roof um, in, um, I forget the name of that, but they, before they went to the Colosseum, he's on the roof with uh, Juba. His friend, yeah. Yeah, and so that was just a beautiful scene. The um, backdrop was really pretty. Um, and then they're just, I don't even remember what they said, but I just remember that scene just, I was just talking about the backstory between the two. Right. Yeah, about, about Jubas and his family and wanting to go see them and yeah. be with them. And he, he was just saying, you know, that, that won't ever happen. Right. You know, the only time I'll ever see my family is when I'm dead. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I just, that whole scene was... Yeah, just, I feel like they're they intimate, did... They're close, intimate moments and in their conversations. And it just make that's what makes such a great movie is because you can have both. Right. And that's what makes well, it's it good. an up and down thing. You know, right. it's not just battle, 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 battle. It's, right. you know, it's the up and down. And that's what it's like. a It's a roller coaster. You know, it's a ride. You're on right. this ride and you're giving, you know, as soon as you buckled in, it's like battle and, you know, yeah. craziness. And then it's like a lot of soft and then good battle. And then but you see a lot of like action movies. I mean, it's just like. Action the whole time. Yeah, and it's exhausting. Very, yeah, no slow yeah. moments, especially like war movies, if they're like that way. I mean, and a lot of um, death and blood and things like that. If if that 
that could be a little overwhelming in movies like that and harder for a lot of audience. But I think that's why this movie was a lot well received because you did have those other moments in that there's, like you said, slower, more intimate moments and then the big action for everything. And yeah. And you didn't have any love scenes or you had no, no romance in this movie. <laughs> well, I mean, there was a the big romance between Maximus and, um, what was it? Is it Lucia? Is that right? Um, oh, I got to read it. It's, just Lu- it's, pr- it's spelled Lucilla, but Lucilla. I'm pretty sure it's Lucilla. I think it was Lucilla. Lucilla? I think so. Maybe. I don't know. Hey, Lucilla. I, it's What's not up? Spanish, obviously. Right. <laughs> it's Lucilla. So we'll say Lucilla. Um, but yeah, I mean, you have that romance between Maximus and Lucilla and um, you obviously can see they have some history there from when they were younger. And I think I'm assuming they were, you know, once together or once an item. Or once, they once probably tried and broke it. They broke each other's heart. I think they alluded to that in the yeah. beginning. But I'm so glad they didn't like do that yeah. in this movie. Um, it was more of like a of that because it would history, it yeah. would it would cheapen the revenge for his family if they had another romantic relationship. In that, if Maximus had another in, uh, relationship, so yeah, and I remember uh, I remember reading something, and this this film did not have a complete script when it was started filming, um, which was very frustrating to like Russell Crowe, and which is really hilarious because it got nominated for a best screen, uh, best writing in a screenplay or whatever it was. And the, uh, originally, they had not written him to die. And as the movie was progressing, as they were filming the movie, Ridley Scott went to Russell Crowe and they were like, they both were in agreement that this movie is trending for him to die. Because um, like, because I think Ridley Scott says, what is he going to do after this? Is he going to go have a pizzeria in Rome or something? Like, what is his, what is he going to do after that? Yeah, you're right. I mean, he wasn't going to become emperor. He had no family to go back to. Right. And you know? then it was, was going to be- go with his friend and go off with his family. <laughs> exactly. But it was a nice moment at the end. You saw them, you know, in their afterlife, seeing each other and um, being together then because they kept talking about that during the movie. So it was a good, that was a good choice. I know. I love the, the flash, I guess, flash forward scenes of him walking through the, the fields like you kept right. thinking what is he doing like what is that they had several moments of him walking yeah. through the field like that right As, and a lot of it was his near-death moments you know i feel like either that or just him really focused in with his family um or when he was praying for his family or talking to his family that kind of field moment came through um but what i was going to bring up with with uh lucilla you kind of went off sorry sorry um but whenever kind of she kind of, I feel like she kind of started his fire back up again, you know, because he was so angry at Commodus for what he did to his family. And I'm sure there's some kind of famous quote out there. I can't think of it right now, but they always say like, you know, focus anger is never a good thing. So like if you focus your anger towards something, you know, you can succeed in anything, you know, something, I'm sure something like that. I don't know. But that's just how I look at it is, you know, if you're, if your anger is not focused on something, it's kind of chaos, you know? And so... Oh. She saw, she saw, you know, that the crowd was loving him mm-hmm. and she saw a potential um, to get out of Commodus being the emperor. Because obviously, you know, it, it wasn't for selfish reasons, obviously, but it was, you know, she saw him as this, um, 
this beacon of light that could help solve, you know, all of Rome. And so she has a really great quote. Like this was my favorite, favorite quote of all times, uh-huh. this whole movie. It was, and it, it just kind of, um, encompasses this whole movie was, uh, today I saw a slave become more powerful than the emperor of Rome. Today I saw a slave become more powerful than the emperor of Rome. And I'm just like, wow. Like yeah. that was so powerful i'm like that uh, that was so great i mean that not only in that movie but just like in life you know it's like and it's just so deep to me like it just gives me goosebumps whenever i (laughs) think about it yeah i love that i love that line too that was a good one (laughs) and i don't think he even absorbed it whenever he heard it the first time either you know because he was again so angry at her he felt betrayed and um because I believe that was the first time she visited him in jail was when she was saying that. Because, again, she saw that opportunity, you know, when they were yelling his name, Maximus, Maximus. Yeah. Or even before that, it was Spaniard, Spaniard, you know. And so, um, which, you know, he, he ended up winning over the crowd, which is what uh, Proximus was wanting him to do was, was win over the crowd. And he's like, I'm going to win over the crowd. Yeah. That was like, that was one of my qu- favorite yeah. quotes was uh, Proximo. He goes, when he talks about, you know, because he used to be a gladiator and what he did to earn his freedom and stuff. And he goes, I was not the best because I killed quickly. I was the best because the crowd loved me. Win the crowd and you will win your freedom. That was that was a cool, cool phrase in that. Did you have any other ones? I got one more. Mm-hmm. I, got, I got one more about the quotes. The interaction between Commodus and Maximus at the end, getting ready for the fight and the delivery and between the two of them was so spot on. It was Commodus, he goes, the general who becomes a slave, the slave who becomes a, a gladiator, the gladiator who defied an emperor. Uh, a striking story, but now the people want to know how the story ends. Only a famous death will do, and what could be more glorious than to challenge the emperor himself in the great arena? And then Maximus says, you would fight me? Commodus says, why not? Do you think I am afraid? And then Maximus with this line, it says, yeah. I think you've been afraid your whole life. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. And then, do you think I'm afraid? I think you've been afraid all your life. Of course, he stabs him. and So, such a cheater. Yeah. Which I think was so funny that in that line was that, you know, he said it would, the perfect ending would be a famous death. Well, he was right. It was his own. Yeah. Which, I mean, Maximus ended up still... dying as well, but not from well i guess it was from commodus's hand because yeah. he cheated but but yeah it was a famous death the emperor died yeah <laughs> so i mean he kind of foreshadowed that well, like the whole point like what he say in the beginning he wanted to um i forgot what all the moments he said but he said he wanted he at the end he wanted to give the crowd something they'd never seen before <laughs> oh yeah that's right <laughs> i will win the crowd i will give them something they've never seen before so then I think we went over a couple of the, the facts and stuff. Um, uh, what I thought was interesting was they built a one-third scale replica of the Colosseum for the movie in Malta, or one of the locations. Um, yeah, because they definitely couldn't use the Malta, Yeah, Malta, Malta <laughs> was... kind of in pieces. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't use someone. <laughs> CGI, a bunch of that. <laughs> I that guess up. you could. I mean, I'm <laughs> sure people have. Uh, so the, the yeah, Malta is where they did all their Greek... I mean, uh, the Roman... Um, How's it spelled? Malta. How you, how you, how's it spelled? M-A-L-T-A. Malta, okay. Yeah, it's an island off okay. of Italy. I thought you were trying to say Maldives. 
No, no, it's, okay. it's Malta. This is an island, yeah. But they did all their uh, Roman scenes in Malta, and they built the 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 Colosseum there. It was 52 feet high. It took seven months to build and cost over a million dollars. Holy mackerel. <laughs> yeah, it looked, it looked good. <laughs> it looked legit. The, the movie... Um, took a real toll on Russell Crowe, as you can imagine. Yeah, <laughs> says, physically, I'm sure. <laughs> and I read this. Is over, over the course of the action scenes, he lost all feeling in his right forearm for two years afterwards. What? He oh, also, my gosh. He also <laughs> aggravated his Achilles, broke his foot, cracked his rib, and popped some bicep tendons out on... Uh, Tendons out of the sockets. Wow, he was a young guy then. <laughs> like that's crazy. That's a that's insane. I could. I mean, they're very committed to these yeah, scenes. Yeah, that's a commitment. Yeah, for and sure. even if they're like movie magic, you still have to put a lot into it to really sell it. And these fight scenes, uh, whew, that was that had been rough for him. Um, the tigers. We didn't ever talk about the no, tigers. No, we didn't. Well, all the I feel like all the um, Coliseum a, fights kind of blended together. Yeah, yeah no, that that, was they try to make one. them all unique and stuff. And the tiger one was funny because um, that tigers were actually real. And yeah, they looked real. <laughs> they were actually real. They were not computer generated, but uh, they had a rule um, that they were not supposed to be, be within fifteen feet of Crow during the battle scene. One accidentally got within two feet of him and made a swipe at him. Yeah, it's in the film. And you can see it in the movie. Yeah. yeah oh, my actually. gosh. That's crazy. I mean, good camera work for whoever caught that. <laughs> I'm assuming his reaction was real. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> He's probably like, whoa, there's baby. Some, there's some miscalculations there on, on the uh, how far away and all. That's uh, crazy. Uh, the thumbs up and down. And then you made comments of that, you know, when he did the thumbs up to kill. Or to uh, I thumbs, thought that was very cheesy. I don't know if that's but like that's actually historical. in real life. But really? in reality, the thumbs up and down are backwards. Up means death, and down means Not live. Dead. Yeah, and yeah. the thumb down means to sheath the sword. So it was actually ah, backwards. Okay. But it says thumbs up uh, was to live. Um, in this movie, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it just makes more sense because thumbs up means good for us and down well, no, is bad. Oh, no, it kind of depends on, though, because if you're asking, do we kill him or not kill him, thumbs up means kill him. You yeah. know, it's all depending on the question you're asking. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, in real life, Mar um, Marcus Aurelius dies from the plague. Oh, wow. Uh, the real communists fought in the, in the arenas. Um, the guards would prepare the gladiators by stabbing them in the back before they fought. So just like he stabbed Maximus, the real Commodus would, which I don't think he, I don't, apparently he didn't know that the guards were preparing the, the, the people, but, uh, the gladiators, but, and, uh, but Commodus was not killed in the arena, the real Commodus. He was strangled in the bath by an athlete named uh, Narcissus. Narcissus. Yeah. yeah, Narcissus. Yeah. yeah. Sounds right. <laughs> And uh, also, the... did you know they were making a Gladiator 2 coming out next year? I did know that, yeah. I only knew that because I looked up some Gladiator Yeah, stuff. when you start typing in Gladiator, you're like, Gladiator 2? So... Yeah, well, yeah, because it showed um, like side-by-sides of Russell Crowe and whoever this other guy was, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I think you're following Lucius, uh, what was that kid's name, Lucius? Lucius. Yeah, yeah, they're following him, apparently. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah. He's a great actor. I looked at him, I don't too. think it's He's the same actor. No? I don't oh. think it's the same actor. Well, but I hadn't really, I didn't really dive too deep into it and and what their, I didn't really what the synopsis. Because like synopsis I'm assuming was. they're probably looking for somebody a lot older, like Russell Crowe's age. This guy is like yeah. twenty something. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine somebody else playing that role? 
Who? Russell Crowe? Yeah, Maximus no. and that. Uh-uh. Even Commodus. I mean, like, they just, they look like they should, like a Roman. Be in that era. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. yeah, I couldn't imagine somebody else. I did see, um, I did see they were looking at a couple of those for the role. They were looking at Mel Gibson, Hugh Jackman. And, Which I said Mel Gibson. I said, is this the one Mel Gibson's in? And he turned it down because he felt like he was too old. And, yeah, uh, well, he probably would have died. <laughs> yeah, Hugh Jackman. I mean, he probably could, he could probably get away with yeah. it. But uh, and Antonio Banderas, he has oh, a, yeah. he's a true Spaniard. <laughs> yeah, and then Joaquin Phoenix, he was the choice from the very beginning. Um, but they were looking, they were considering Jude Law if that didn't work out with Joaquin Phoenix. Okay. So, little tidbits there. Um, that was so really ready good. For the so I'm ready for the his and her rating. I'm trying to prepare myself. I'm. I'm uh, <laughs> So this is her rating. So I'll surprise you. So this one, um, go ahead. Tell me what your rating so are is. We, did we decide we're doing half ratings? Didn't you do a half rating? We can do we can do half ratings. Sure. Didn't you Why last not? time or no? No, I didn't. I almost did. I kept it. I kept clueless at a two. Well, I think we can do a half rating. Yeah, we can do a half rating. Go ahead. Okay. We are first half rating. <laughs> okay. First half rating. Like I said, I think I'm going to surprise you. Okay. Um, four and a half. Four and a half. Four and a half. Wow. Yes. And like, I know you enjoyed the movie, but there were moments that I was worried that you were not going to enjoy. Well, you know, we talked about rewatchability, uh-huh. you know, so my rewatchability, I kind of always have it on, you know, I don't know why <laughs> this movie is not anything like Mrs. Doubtfire, but that's my like rewatchability that... scale. <laughs> we should find another one. Every. <laughs> I don't know why, because it's been on TV a lot lately. It has okay? been a lot, and you've so, been able to sit down and watch it and not have to worry about it. Right, so rewatchability. So, you know, Mrs. Doubtfire, that's a top, that's a five, you know, five star, because I, I'll rewatch it many, many times. Liar, liar. I don't you feel know. the same way, but go ahead. Liar, liar, yes. <laughs> this is my rating. <laughs> I'm just saying, in, so people aren't judging me on the same scales. <laughs> so that's why, so I feel like one star is my rewatchability. And then the rest of them are my, how I liked it. Okay. So yes, I really liked this movie. Russell Crowe killed it. He completely carried the film. You know, of course, there were some other standout actors and um, other people. But, you know, just the whole message of the film was very, was very inspiring, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I gave that half star just because I would, if it was on TV, I would sit down and rewatch it. But I would probably never just turn it on myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that's why I gave it a half star, not a full star. But no, I really enjoyed it. Like, yeah. yes, it was really bloody. But um, I guess you kind of got used to it. You kind of, you know, kind of got I don't numb think, to it. <laughs> I think you were expecting that. But the story was so compelling. I really wasn't. Like, huh? I didn't know anything about. I mean, I really didn't know anything about Gladiator. Like, literally nothing. I no, mean, I'm I just saying was... the, story, the story itself. The, yes. The yeah, revenge yeah. part of the story. I mean, that's the whole thing. And... You're just rooting for him the whole time. You're like, oh, yeah. this guy, you're like ready to watch oh, and see yeah. how he gets back because you are so in, involved in this. And, and, it and, it's not well. a, yeah. and it's not about the fight Fighting scenes and now, stuff. And yeah. that was just like really, really great job. At it. it was really cool. And um, But the story itself was great. Yeah. And I mean, you can't, you can't deny a good revenge story. No, you know? no, no. It, like, it kind of reminded me... I mean, it's really not similar, but just like the revenge story and the likability of the movie, it reminded me, and I'm not going to remember the name of it, but what's that movie about the magicians? And we love that movie too. Prestige? Is that what it is? The Prestige? With Hugh Jackman? 
maybe. Is it Hugh Jackman and um? I think it is a. I think it is Christian a, Bale. Yes, I think okay, it is. it's Prestige. Prestige, which is a great, yeah. great film. Like as another, it's another good revenge movie. We should watch that one. <laughs> We've seen it many times, and we both love it. Um, <laughs> it's not the point. We can watch know, movies we both love. I know, but no, and I think it, it just kind of has that same thing. You're rooting for them all the whole time, and um, and and it ended well, you know, because mm-hmm. you, you always have that dread of like, oh my god, it's going to end terrible. He's going to end up living and killing and killing Maximus, and well, it's you like know. you said, like the ending was great because he got his revenge. But you didn't mind him dying. No, you really didn't. Like, you were sad, but he got his happy ending, which yeah. was to go be with his family, you know? And I liked that they showed that, too, because they didn't have to, you know? You could just assume that he went to go be with his family. Um, and I really loved they tied up all the ends, you know? They tied mm-hmm. up all the loose ends. You know, the senator came out and was like, okay, time to do my job. Before, and then, he, before he died, he set all the slaves free. Yep. And his buddy was like, you know... You know, he, at the end, like you said, like we talked about, he gave him his honor. And, and then he says, I will see you um, again, but not right now. At, at the end of that, remember? Uh, what? His buddy, when he does that, he said, I will see you again, but not yet. Oh. But not yet. I don't know if you remember that. I don't remember that. No, I, I, was, I remember when he was when he was burying the, the figurines. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you missed that part. <laughs> yeah, when he was burying the figurines. Did you he, say that? Maybe I blacked out. When I he, think so. I'm sorry. I thought I did. But yeah, <laughs> I thought you were talking like, about when he was talking to Maximus. I was like, no, I was saying at the Maximus. end, when like you're talking about yeah, everything yeah. being wrapped up yeah. uh, at the end and, you know, his, his buddy is there. He got, like I said, he got freedom and he gives him his honor and he gets to go be with his family now that he yeah. and you could just tell he was so happy to just yeah he's like I go got, be he said I, he said i'm going to go like i said i'll see you again but not yet because he still had gets to do what they had talked about and that mm-hmm. was just a beautiful moment and it, it ended really well for such a movie that the way it was you know such an epic movie like that it was it ended well and now we are free We'll see you again. But not yet. Not yet. Like you said, sometimes you don't get that. And, yeah. Uh, you get some kind of weird twist and weird. <laughs> <laughs> Which is another, I won't rewatch it. Right. <laughs> like it didn't end well, so I don't need to rewatch it again. <laughs> well, that was a hard moment. And I was worried about it because I know there were some tough moments in that movie to watch. Yeah. Um, Which I'm okay with. I mean, I don't know. You know, movies don't have to be always rainbows and sunshine. No, but right. you know, if it has a good plot line and good writing, um, and that's the other thing. I think the dialogue in this movie was just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, of course they're in Roman times and they got to talk all fancy and Roman like, but it wasn't like over your head how it could be. Right. You know, and um, yeah, the dialogue and the quota quota quotability of the movie was phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, there were some good moments that you could just inspiring and. Different things, so yeah. Just put sure. all the quotes up on your bedroom wall and inspire <laughs> you every day. <laughs> I don't pretend to be the man of the people. I'm a man for the people. It's <laughs> <laughs> not the ones about going to your death being okay. Let's don't no, put that no, on the no, wall. No, 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 no. Strength and honor. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> or strength in numbers. <laughs> <laughs> strength in numbers. I mean, it makes sense. Like, you did because that was like shock and awe is what they were trying to get them. They were just like overwhelmed the the, the uh, armies. 
Anyways, let's keep going. We'll keep jumping around back into this movie. We've got to wrap it up eventually. Does that Hopefully, surprise you? I, yeah, I'm surprised with the four and a half. <laughs> I'm getting, I've gotten, I'm giving you some good ones, I think. Some enjoyables. And like you said, like, I would, I mean, I think this is definitely a five. Um, I'm, these big epic movies like this, um, like I said, they're kind of tough to watch. They're tough to rewatch too quickly. Yeah. Too often. Um, but, but you don't really need to. It sticks with you for a while. Like, I mean, we watched, you know, half of this movie two nights ago, the rest of it last night. And it's great for me, even, because I can remember yeah. <laughs> what I watched, yeah. you know, two nights ago. It is very impactful. Yeah. And that just makes a good movie. Yeah. So, um, that's great. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm really glad we watched it. That was, I am too, yeah. Um, I'm glad I thought about it and had a chance to... We probably wouldn't have watched it if we weren't doing this podcast. I don't probably think we not, wouldn't be no. like, let's watch Gladiator. Eh, let's just yeah. turn on some dumb show again. Yeah. <laughs> Reruns. <laughs> of the office on yeah. whatever. So that put a lot of pressure on me because I was really... Oh. I'm really wanting to pick a movie that you like. I'm just going to preface it with that. <laughs> yeah. So it's time for... <laughs> Time for the movies to watch next time. <laughs> yes. So I I know I have a majority on my list that I don't think you'll like. And oh. I just think it's, I think a lot of it has to do with, is, and not in a selfish way. It's just my personality is that I do enjoy a wider range of genre. So yes, I am a girl. I love girly movies. I love romance. I love comedies. I love thrillers. I love dramas. I love, I love all of them. So Majority of the movies that we watch together are similar to Gladiator. You know, like, well, like they have action, a lot of action. They're action movies or comedies. I yeah. think we watch most of action or comedy yeah. together. But they're a majority of what you like. Yeah. But they also, I do you too. Like them. I do too. I know comedies is a very is a very common ground for us. Yes. Comedies. But I like different thrillers types of comedies. too. I mean, because we we both don't like scary movies, so that's off the table. Just, Suspenseful, suspenseful. Yeah. Not really thrill. Uh, yeah, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Depends. I'm very picky on the suspense and thrillers. I know you are. I'm very picky. I, <laughs> I watch those alone whenever he's not around, <laughs> which also I kind of regret. <laughs> but the curiosity in me always kills me. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, um, so yeah, so I I was like, golly, after the two on Clueless, I was like, I got to find a movie that I think you would like. And I don't know if you'll like it or not, because I'm really going out of left field on this one. But I figured. I know, and I'll just say that you have not told me at all. So <laughs> I know. Really... You didn't tell me about Gladiator, so uh, I had no idea. I thought idea I did, and maybe I didn't. But I'm glad because I asked you yesterday. I say, "What movie are we going to watch?" And you didn't want to yeah. tell me. So... And I don't know if you've seen my list either. Uh uh-uh. uh Okay, good, because I haven't seen yours. I, I like being surprised. Yeah. Okay. I like this. I like this format. Okay. Cool. Go ahead. Um... What movie are we watching? I'm excited. <laughs> so I am sticking around the same year. Okay. All right. So, because I feel Ooh, like that's... let me see. Let me guess. <laughs> no, you can't guess. Because I know Hold you on. always I got, guess. I got the Vaughnbuster. I got the movies no, out. No, Caleb, no. You guess. No, we're not doing that. I Aaron Brockovich. it. No. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm not doing another Julia Roberts We're not movie. watching Miss Congeniality, are we? <laughs> no. We've seen that movie a lot. No, okay. Okay, go ahead. I don't think you'll ever guess it. But, um, again, it's 2001 movie... Um, 2001. Oh, I was looking at 2000. Oh yeah, 2001. Uh, okay. Yeah, there, there was one in 2000 that I thought about, but um, I don't think you like it. So <laughs> there's two that are in 2000 that are really good, but I don't think you like them. And I don't know if you like this movie either, but I'm really hoping you do because I really like it. <laughs> okay, go, go. What is it? What is it? <laughs> Suspense killing you? Yes, it is. All and right. the audience. So I know. It's like a 15 minute. Um, 
<laughs> well, I'll just make you all wait till next week then, or till next time. No, go. What is it? Okay, so I picked Moulin Rouge. Oh, okay. Moulin Rouge. So Moulin that Rouge was not a- the first musical I thought you would have picked. No, I know, because I know... Um, I was Greece, hoping it would be Les Miserables. Uh, well, we've seen it so many times. I know. I do and love that movie. And it's only 2012. But Moulin Rouge is up there, I'm telling yeah. you. Like, And you've never seen it, right? Or you don't no, know? No, I know I've seen scenes, and I've seen like maybe the, like a musical number or two. I know it's got like Catherine Zeta-Jones. Uh, who else is Nicole in that? Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. <laughs> yeah. And, it's got a lot of big uh, names I in can't it. remember the main guy's name, but again, we'll have all that information later. But... Um, I and again we'll go into this later on the next episode, but I have a strange I don't know about strange, but I have a very big attachment to this movie. And I'll go into reasons why um I have attachment to this movie. Um but yeah. That's what we're gonna watch. We're gonna watch Moulin Rouge. I don't know where where can you watch it? I know we saw it. One on Netflix or no? No, oh, you might have to rent this one. Okay. Yeah. It looks like you have to rent it. Ewan McGregor is who you're thinking about. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, I don't think this has a, I don't think this is out on any streaming service. I know it used to be because I watched it a couple years ago. (laughs) Uh, Free movie, I don't know. It looks like it's a rent it. On Amazon. So, but we'll find out and we'll put it in the notes if we find a free way to watch it. So uh, we'll put it in the show notes for when it comes out. Yeah. But if you want to watch it beforehand, you can rent it on Amazon Prime. It's usually like 2 or $3. Right. Um, but, yeah. I'm looking, hey, I'm looking forward to it. I, Are that's you? A, that's a good choice. I'm so scared. I was also looking forward to like Clueless. I was looking forward to Clueless, Yeah, too. well, you gave it a two. So. But, I did, but like I said, I'm glad we watched it. I am looking <laughs> forward to watching Moulin Rouge, even if I don't like it or whatever. I do like musicals. There are some musicals that I really do like. Okay. I like Les Mis. I've liked... Um, What's the one that Jet loves? Oh, Greatest Showman. Greatest Showman. That's yeah. great. Um, it's up there with those. So, so, yeah. I mean, the music is fantastic. Like, I think you'll love the music. Um, it's been a while since I've watched it. I don't think I've watched it in my 30s. So, it'll be interesting. Like, I know that there's a storyline and it's kind of, kind of, oh, it, oops, sorry. Oh, it has a storyline? <laughs> Yes, a movie a with a storyline. I'm in. I'm sold. <laughs> but it's kind of complicated and kind of racy as well. Yeah. Um, but that's what I remember about it being a, kind of risque at times. Yes. Okay. Yes. But no, it's some phenomenal. Very do- but done standout, well. Yeah, standout um, scenes in that one. But mm. yeah. Very good. Good job. Good choice. You were nervous. I think it's going to work out great for you. Oh. <laughs> see, but see, you you make me not want to rate your movie so high. <laughs> But I'm being honest. I oh, yeah. I'm being honest. I'll be nice. I mean, no, I'll be truthful. I want you to be I'll honest. be honest. I'm just, I'm not going to ever be able to live that two down. I get it, though. I get Clueless is not for everyone, which is why, because I was going to pick Grease, because I know you've been you're oh, waiting God. for Grease to come I'll up. I'll go ahead and tell you that one. <laughs> Stop it. You have a mob on your hands if you talk bad about Grease <laughs> and Dirty Dancing. That's all I got to say, because those are the two that you've never all seen. All right, well, let's. Let's wait till you get a couple of good ones under your belt. Well, that's we why, because I, I knew how I felt about this movie, and I rated it so high, and I was like, I got to give him something I think he would like, and I think this is the only one on my list. No. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> well, I no, there's a couple it. on there that are that are curveballs. I don't think you would have expected me to pick. So. Okay. Well, good job. All yeah, right. Thanks. Well, well um, thanks for listening. This is... This is going to be a pretty long one. This is a long outro. I'm it's, sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, sorry. I had to cut I some let, of that. I kept that going forever. <laughs> Hopefully I can cut some I of that I kind of enjoyed down. it a little bit. 
But thanks for listening. Hope you made it to the end of this. Uh, write a review. We'll read it on the podcast. We'll, we'll read it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. See you next time. Love you guys. Bye. Bye, guys. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained?